Welcome to Professional Messmakers. I am Brother Brooks. Today I want to talk about loving your enemies. And uh takes us to Luke the um sixth chapter and and um where Jesus says but I say to you who hear, love your enemy, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, who curse you. And I'll jump to the 32nd chapter. It says, if you love those who love you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good, those who do good for you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. And if you lend to those who expect who you expect to receive, what credit is that for you? For even sinners lend to sinners to get back the same amount. Love your enemies, do good, expecting nothing in your turn, and your son and your reward will be great, and you will be the sons of the most high. For even he is kind, for he is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. Be merciful as God is merciful. Uh, this um this passage leads us to the second commandment. We know the first, the second greatest commandment, you know, when Jesus was asked, he said the greatest commandments, love the God with all your heart, all your soul and all your might and love your enemy as you love your, as you love yourself. That is hard. Heck some ways that's nearly impossible, but you know, that leads us to our, to a portion of our supernatural self, you know, um, you know, there's a there's a translation of that of Luke twenty six Luke six twenty seven to twenty eight that says, "Love your enemy and live generously." And um, that is important because, you know, like I said, it's easy to love those who you rock with, who are good to you, who you care about. But loving those that you don't care for, loving those who you don't agree with, or whatever. You know, that's extremely important because that's how we spread the gospel. That's where that's where we can sow the seeds that need to be sown. Um, and I think part of this pierced my heart because, you know, um, last night one of my sons came to me and said, hey, dad, I want to talk to you for about something. And I had to step out for a little bit. And he said, what time will you be back? I said, I'll be back in 90 minutes or so. And I came back and he was still awake and, you know, I began talking to him and I had no idea what he wanted to talk about. But he goes on and he says, dad, one of my friends is, uh, does not believe in God. And he does not believe in God because of the series of events that he has encountered in his life. And I said, hmm, okay. He said, and when we talk, is his word versus my word when it comes to God. And, and I just, and I'm listening. And he said that, and I said, do me a favor. And he said, yes, sir. I said, repeat what you said. He said, well, it's his word versus my word when it comes to God. I said, stop right there, man. I said, I just want you to, the last part of what you said. And he said, his word versus my word. Pause, took a breath, and I said, young man, I want you to realize it's not your word. He stopped, and he kind of looked. I said, it's not your word. It's God's word. I said, um, and I proceeded to talk to him about, you know, 
it is not for you to give him your word, but give him God's word. And the biggest thing is, and, you know, first and foremost, I told him, thank you for even thinking to do this first and foremost, because it's not easy to talk to people who don't believe in God. And you understand why he doesn't believe in God, because he's been he's he made himself vulnerable enough to share a series of circumstances in his life that cause him not believe in God. But I am um, told him to first and foremost, pray, because that's the most powerful thing you can do. But beyond praying, it's the way you live, man. It's the way that you live, you know, you're going to be able to, you're going to be able to impact him. But the way that you live will allow you to sow seeds into the life of whoever your friend is. And that doesn't necessarily mean giving him the word of God all the time or beating him down with the word of God. What that means is you say he's your friend but you guys have different beliefs, but you are to love him. You are to love him. You are to show him love, show this person love. You are to embrace this person. And one thing you want to caution yourself not to do is to be a Christian who can, who condones him because he lives differently. Like for whatever reason, he has not been exposed to Christ, God's word in the midst of his circumstances. Therefore he has the belief that he believes. But one of the most powerful things you can do is to love him as he is and and to embrace him you know don't look down on him you know and time will come that you can sow seeds you can say this or that and I, and I said you know think about your favorite verses and when you do talk to him you know don't just give an opinion but actually literally share God's word in bits and pieces um, I said sow seeds. I've also heard it said as pray and sprinkle, which means, you know, hey, you sprinkle a little bit here, you sprinkle a little bit there. And but I caution him the most important thing is God will do the rest. You don't have to save, you don't have to convert, you don't have to you don't have to um change his mind or his life or whatever, but your job is to pray, sprinkle, and love. God's got the rest, man. God's got the rest. And, you know, and we prayed for a minute about the, about the young man. And and the powerful thing to me was, is here, my, um, here, my son was, he, he, he was concerned about someone who did not believe 16 years old, sophomore year, high school, concerned about someone who does not believe in God. And for me, that, to me, that was a, to me, that's a testimony um, of somewhere at some given point in time, God has blessed us to plant seeds within our son that, um, that are, t- that have taken root and taken hold. And here he is, you know, our 16 year old son is concerned about the soul of another person. A 16 year old in the midst of a social media climate, me, 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 instant gratification. Um, He's concerned about the soul of another person. You know, as a grown up, sometimes I think I don't I'm not sure in my walk if I'm concerned enough about other people's souls or if if we are grown ups are concerned enough about other people's soul. But here, a 16 year old um, walked into his dad's room, 
had a conversation about a young man who, or a friend, excuse me, could be a young man, could be a young woman. He didn't identify them, but he was concerned about them because of the fact that this person did not know God. I thank God for some point in time allowing me and my wife to do something right. And that in itself was a blessing. So, like I say, um, today's word from Luke 6, 27, 28th chapter is, you know, love your enemies and live generously. You know, and that's that uh, that happens to be the verse of the day that popped up in the Bible verse. But it led me to the circumstance with my son where, you know, he's concerned about someone else's soul. I thank God for that. Man, I thank God for that because, you know, his thoughts could have been selfish. His thoughts could have been narcissistic. His thoughts could have been totally about him or anything. And he's concerned about the soul of another. Hmm. God the Father, we come to you in prayer and thank you for the opportunity to sow into the life of others. And God the Father, once again, we lift this friend of my child up in prayer, God the Father. May he be doused and sprinkled with your word. May seeds be sown and on your timeline, on your accord, through your experiences. May this person come to know you. May they come to love you like we love you. And may you continue loving them. And thank you for bringing my son into their timeline, God. Thank you for bringing him to their experience and giving, and giving your child, who you lent to me, who you lent to us, an opportunity to spread your word, as you have called all of us to do. Out of the mouths of babes, out of the mouths of babes, we thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for the redemptive blood. And we thank you for the opportunity to hear, experience, and share with you. In your name we pray, amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as always, be you, do you, stay you. Take care.